Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. Intro. Boom. One, two, three, four, five. Whoop. It's live, everybody. Flashlights. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm sucking on the lollipop. How are you yes, doing? You are. I wanted to be the one to announce this to the public, but yes, ah, you are indeed shit, sucking on the lollipop for an extremely really long sucking. period of time, by the way. I'm really good at sucking because it's taking me a long time. How, how are you, doing, are you good in that case? How are you really good? How are you doing, Colleen? I'm good, Mike. Surgery wasn't that bad. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Colleen went to surgery? Who? What? Stay tuned after these messages. <laughs> <laughs> And today's live presenter is, you know, I'm doing the, the ad section. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which product? Which product? Wait, which product? I feel uh, like this podcast should be sponsored by detergent. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, shit, by, okay. just by the radio voice you made. I was, yeah, you know, that makes more sense. Because I was going to go with like a, a men's mustache hair products for men. Buy a comb for your mustache. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So, okay, back on point. So, yeah. You had an intervention done on your body, on your sexy six-pack body. Sexy six. It wasn't on my six-pack, God bless. Yeah. It was behind my bump bump. <gasps> oh, my God. Too much rump in the bump, ladies and gentlemen. What happened? Oh, no. The only problem with this is I cannot, I couldn't properly sit on a chair for like a week, I think. Oh, my God. I only sat on my belly. Now it's getting better, but I still couldn't work on a chair. Really? It's not comfortable from any positions just yet. Oh, you need to get used to all the positions. <laughs> so tell us what That's happened. Man. The stupidest reason ever to have a surgery. Like pictures. You this, walked yeah. in there by mistake. <laughs> no. That would be a stupid reason. And a lot of whole lot of stupid people <laughs> on it. <laughs> but no, picture this, yeah? Mm. You have me on the on the left corner. Yes, I'm picturing you on the left 26, corner. 26, fit, healthy, everything. Right. On the right corner. In the right corner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you have some shy-ass strains of hair. Sh Who would win? <laughs> shy-ass. Shy-ass strains of hair. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Very anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah, I know. So basically what happens, you have the strains Round of hair. Round one, fight! <laughs> <laughs> you have the strains of hair that grow inside and they get infected because they're not supposed to be there and they cannot find their way out for the life of them so they just sit in they're just in there imagine them stuck in between like layers of skin <laughs> and dermis and fat and they're like guys <laughs> which way's up <laughs> right <laughs> so it gets swollen and a bit uncomfortable and the only there are two ways actually to get them out one is you just cut it open and you take a, a tweezers and just pluck them out cut it open cut it open oh boy well not you a professional surgeon yeah obviously but <laughs> sorry lollipop and i had that i had that done like probably wait what was the other years one? ago this is the first one. Oh, oh okay this is the easy one. Oh. the other one which i tried to avoid is when they scoop out the whole piece of meat that the hair's grown into why because that's the only way of getting out with roots and everything because otherwise they'll keep growing holy shit he's that fucking tangled oh, yeah 
It was, I saw it. It was like two, three centimeters. Jesus Christ. And the worst part about it, they cannot stitch you. <gasps> so you're Why? basically left with an open wound oh, because of they, the position uh, and how it's fit. Like they cut a chunk. They cut a chunk and then they cannot sew it in. So the whole thing not needs to heal itself. And does it? It does. It takes, so I haven't thought it will take roughly between one month and six weeks until like, like brand new. Currently, this is week two. Okay. And what does it feel like? I mean, if you were to not touch it at all, I think probably nothing. The problem with it is you have to have this uh, bandages across it. Yeah. Because you have to make sure nothing gets in. It doesn't get infected on everything. And oh, you're having that right now? Yeah. Gross person coming in my know. house with your stupid, dirty bandages. Almost diaper that Get you're having. Out. For a week, not a week, for the first two days, I, I I would joke that I had a pillow stuck in my <laughs> in my pants. Is that what it felt? Oh, God. That was big. Initially, it was big. Because it was just bleeding and everything, right? Sexy. Yeah, I know. The problem is that it's not just to cover it. It's also to absorb everything that comes out of it. Because mm -hmm. there's fluid for some fucking reason that keeps coming out. Okay. And if the bandages are nice and tight, you have no idea. But it happened that it moved once. So I've seen everything. I'm like, yeah. Oh, boy. It's not bad by any point. At least it's something that covers. And I had some old bandages. I just stitched them on top of it, like applied the old um, duct tape. Mm -hmm. And it kind of fixed it. But it has a particular smell. It smells bodily. It's not particularly <sighs> bad, but it's not pleasant in any way. But it's not bad. It doesn't feel like something's wrong. It just smells bodily. Yeah, I remember when I had a... Oh, what do you call an edge? Not pimples. Uh... It's like a... The black thing. The black pimple in your no, head. No, not the... No, not... No, that's that's something else. No, like an egg. Like the things that grow on you. The like... Like a small piece of... Thick of pieces of skin, of, yeah. of skin that are like harder than the rest. Oh, I have no idea what's going uh, on. Well, anyway, I, I had... Where's our producer? <laughs> I don't fucking care. I had one of those. Uh, you know what? You said producer, and I just realized I didn't fucking put my phone on mute, and it was on the table. Where's um, man? Who? Um, what was I talking about? Nice. Oh yeah, I had I had one of those. Uh, I actually had an a little bit of an outbreak of them, but the first one I had was on my foot, on my right foot, like right at the bottom of my big toe. Yeah. Uh. And they had to. What they do is they burn them out. Okay, I know those. Like, I have. I had one. Like I still have a scar on my right yeah. thumb from it. So I remember the first time they did it on my on my leg, on the on my sole. On my, <laughs> my soul. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they the burned my, my soul. The sole of my foot. It just burnt like, uh, like, like burning a pig. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Because you grew up. In Romania, right? And every wind, beginning of winter, people sort of sacrifice is not the right word, but they slaughter. They, uh, that's a good word. They so well, it is a sacrificial, like culturally thing. You pay that portable. That's what you do. I mean, yeah, it's just like you, you slaughter the pig. You do slaughter chickens. You slaughter the pig because it's the beginning of winter. Yeah, exactly. So you do that, and you remember after you after it's dead, you have to like burn the hair and mm -hmm. shit, like yeah. first layer of skin off. That's what it smelled like. And it was so weird because it was like, that's me who's burning. And I smell like a dead pig. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So yeah, I think I understand the, the, the smell of flesh burning. <laughs> well, a body, you were, b- bodily body, smells. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. the smell of flesh. It's kind of funny because I had this like the whole thing leading up to it. I was very, I knew it had to be done. There was no problems with it. I'll just go do mm. it. And I had this moment where I was, I kind of wondered how it is like to have a surgery, like a procedure done on you. Mm. And this is like the least bad case ever that I could have just to okay. see Okay, so it could have been a lot worse. I mean, obviously, there's way... I mean, there's a lot of space for, to get worse. But the, the thing that I'm saying, I got the chance to experience surgery with the smallest issue possible. Mm. I'm just going to cut you off there for a second. Ooh, that rum is strong. <laughs> um, did you ever go... <laughs> did you ever go down a YouTube hole? You know what a YouTube... Like yeah, a YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of pimple popping. No, I know it's a thing. Oh, I... It's it. It's not. It's a thing. It's not just me. No, it's a. It's thing. a thing. It's a thing. I've been there numerous times. Like blackhead removal, pimple pop. Well, not pimple, but blackhead removals. Like, do you like it? No. Like, I would. But there's I would always something... squish mine, but I wouldn't watch somebody else just squish. Yeah, them. it's gross. I I'm so okay with squishing mine. Uh, but someone. Yeah, but no, but. <laughs> I'm not, that's the thing, like, you pop yours. I'm not watching those videos. I'm not watching pimple popping. I'm watching people with, like, like, infections. Like, like acne. assists or something. Like, it's a, it's a, like, a, what the fuck is it called? A sebaceous cyst. Oh. It's like a pocket of fat. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's been there for, like, 20 years, and you're, like, an old man, like, an old rugged cowboy and you're like oh, i've gotten that removed and whatever and it's american that's what's shocking me because it's not like a third world country it's a fucking it's american you're like oh yeah and you where know, you think that whole fact came from well and then like they <laughs> have a said. fucking black head that's like the the the, the circumference of my finger Jesus. big somewhere like on their temple or something and they, they have to use like a thing like remove it out and it's like leaves a hole and it's but it's not a hole, like, it's not like when you, <laughs> it's so gross. And I when he cut you open. It's not when you cut you open, it's just a hole that was there and is formed and not, it's not bleeding or anything. It's just, yeah. But, or, gross. Gross. or there's another one where they have <laughs> sebaceous cysts on horses or cows and they have to like slice them open. There's like this flood of <laughs> pus. Pus. Yes. <laughs> it's super gross, but I can't look away. It's it's it happens in those nights, you know, those nights when you just go when you're, you're just like, I'm I want to sleep, but I'm not don't really really tired yet. So I'm going to watch something and you're really brain dead. And it's been like a long day and you're like, I just want to sleep, but it's, I'm not there yet. And you're just watching that for like half an hour. And then you're like, oh. but then you never go to sleep after because you're like, I don't want to I don't want to dream about that. So you watch, <laughs> you spend another like 15 minutes watching something else. But then you're already really tired. This is this is insight in my life. Literally. Insight into the mind. Yeah, this is what happens with me. I was just like, I don't want to sleep with that in Have my mind. Have you ever look at somebody and ask yourself, what is going up in their head? <laughs> me on fire yelling, screaming, running around. Yeah. No, I get. I, I can yeah. definitely get the can't look away factor, but I... No, I would not willingly... Out of my so own. Many. I've seen no, so. no. And then you know what that led to in most, because this is not recent news, but that led to something else. So I uninstalled TikTok for a while now from my phone. But when <laughs> I had it, 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> or on Instagram. I thought you, know, you deleted it because of this. No, no, no. no I got it. Actually, actually, it's on Instagram because you know, because on TikTok it's just random shit. Yeah. But on Instagram, if you, the videos that show up in a in a real thing, uh, are things you have watched in the past. Or no, what? they're they're thing. So like, when you when you have the like discover section on Instagram and you go yeah. on a page, you see like a picture of anime and you click on it and then it lets you scroll down, it's gonna be pictures about anime. Yeah. Okay. Or if it's like a fitness thing, it'll be you fitness click content. on that and yeah. then you just keep going scrolling down. So it was is one one of those, but with chiropractors. <laughs> okay. You know what chiropractor is? Yeah, I do. It's like the one that pop your bones or whatever. We had one. We, we had a famous one in our in our hometown. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, where was it? I watched. He lived in Vlaiko. I think he lived in Vlaiko. That. <gasps> <laughs> I've told you. I went to him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, story of a lifetime. He went to him. I did. <laughs> I I j it j when you said that Vlaiko, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. And wait a minute. He did. Yes. You just unlock new memories. I achievement <laughs> unlocked. Holy shit. Mm. Ah, there's rum in my mustache. <laughs> Stop drinking to your mustache. Um, so you've been to the guy. I it was in sixth grade. My mom, uh, sort of hosted a cousin of mine. So we had a cousin. Uh, she was one year younger than me. Okay, and she was like from the village I'm from, and she was like really good at school and stuff. And my mom was like, oh, you know. Why don't you stay with us for a year in fifth grade when you start fifth grade and you'll see if you like it or not. And then you can move to stay in the city and not, you know, do do a better education in the city rather than in the village. And it was in that year we were full of fucking running around, bumping our heads into shit, playing video games, whatever. Okay. And uh, <laughs> at some point, I think we were tickling each other or some shit. And then I tried to grab her in a really awkward position. I'm not going to describe it because I don't want anyone else to see what an idiot I am. But I'm going to show it to Colleen. She was there. And for some reason, I thought I could pick her up like this <laughs> behind me. Holding her hands? Yeah. No, like grabbing her body and going. Whoop. But, but like, like this. Like this. And obviously, I tried to do that. My boy, the shoulders on you. Yeah, I tried to do that. <laughs> and this little thumb went. 360 so i i rotated my fucking thumb 360 back oh my god and it it was such a surreal experience because feeling that pain i instantly was like my brain was like okay something's not right i don't know what but i will scream and i will and something run, will happen and i will run straight to the bathroom and I, I realized after that that my thumb hurt really bad. And I didn't know what happened. I just really, I felt huge amounts of pain in my thumb. And my instant reaction was scream and go to the bathroom, run the cold faucet water and put my hand under it. That's a good instinct. That was like instant. My my my, my uh, cousin was still laughing. He was like, ah, what? what? And I was, I, I was already in the bathroom. She's like, what? What the fuck? What happened? Where are you? Are you okay? And she was still laughing. And then I was like, no, call someone. And um, my thumb is like swollen up three times the size. And for some reason, my mother being my mother, uh, <laughs> who was into like alternative medicines and shit. But before that, have you been to an actual doctor? No. 
No. Because of that, she took me straight to that guy. Okay. Do you know anything about him? I know he's the guy that everybody says they go to him. They pop. Mm -hmm. He pops their back or whatever. And all he has sort of these kind of treatments for any kind of pain. He is a elderly Hungarian gentleman who loves hunting. His apartment is full of like those head statues. I have trophies. Yeah. Head trophies of things that he hunted. He wear he looks like he's a hunter. He's like wearing all greens and shit. Uh, well, could be also the fact that he's Hungarian. I don't know. And he's very spiritual and mystical. It's not a guy that is famous for doing chiropractic scientific shit. No, he's. I remember he talked about God and spirituality and energies and how he killed. He hunted the animals and their energies and spirits. He. So basically, a vampire. He was fucking nuts. <laughs> what, he was a nut. What job. was his actual profession? Like, what was he? I don't doing? fucking remember. Okay. I don't remember. Right, Hunter. I want to intervene here. Yeah. Did I or did I not tell you? <laughs> you bring rum to the podcast. You're gonna talk about injuries. Wow, I didn't even. Re- yeah, I told you. Well, I told you. Drinking me rum like a true pirate. I. That was can't. a Scottish accent. That was bad. It was still good enough. Hmm. I mean, pirates were Brits, so... So you want to know the funniest part about being... Having a surgery? <laughs> having your ass chapped? Having your ass chapped, yes. What's the worst part? The I would say the worst part. It wasn't bad, necessarily. Okay. Looking at the whole picture. But it was an interesting part. It was when I they gave me anesthesia. It was only halfway oh. down. Oh, yeah. So you, everything you, yeah. from my hips downwards was, ask was not working. What is that like? It's weird. <laughs> it wasn't working. Like, you can feel it. You can move it. So, no, but if you, check this out. Initially, <laughs> yeah, it, just, it just came up. The Romanian coming out of you. you oh, know. Wait, wait. This is a good time because of that. You reminded me we should uh, give out a shout out to our friend Papara. I call him that. That's not his name. Well, it probably is. From, um, <laughs> probably is. That's how good of a friend he is. <laughs> He's a good friend of mine. We go back all the one year I've known him. Two years. Admirable. One and a half. Uh, he runs a podcast called 19 to the Dozen. It's on YouTube. Tell everybody what 19 to the Dozen means. And I, hopefully he I can correct us. I forgot. forgot. I googled it. And I forgot. Because I was looking for food. And jawbreakers. And jawbreakers. Ladies and gentlemen. And jawbreakers can break your face. British Talking. informal. To speak rapidly and without stopping. So we assume, and I hope to be corrected here, we assume that 19 to the dozen means 19 words to a dozen seconds. Please, Mr. Papada, who's probably not listening to this episode, correct us. Or anyone else, correct Teach us. Teach us, scold us, enlighten us. Yes, so shout out to him for his awesome podcast. He's on episode four or five now. Uh, what he's doing is he lives in Prague, and he interviews uh, other expats or you know expats i guess that's the right word i've saw the i've seen the podcast but you haven't told me how it's oh okay oh okay so he he he's an expat he's romanian living in in prague and he interviews other expats so the first interview is with a tattoo artist from serbia or croatia okay remember not good that i don't know because they get very offended if you mix them up but whatever (laughs) uh Uh, and then I think he has an episode with a British neuroscientist or something. Then he has an interview with my favorite one, uh, with a American barber. 
who has a barbershop yes, you in showed Prague. Me that one. Yeah, and then the last one that just came out yesterday of recording, uh, he interviews a Icelandic baker. Yeah, so go check it out. 19 to the dozen on YouTube. Now back to the scheduled program. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for taking that one. I had no idea how end of commercial jingles sound like. <laughs> but I was thinking of one. <laughs> so the only thing I feared going mm-hmm. into this, because I was very, I didn't really care. It was fine. It's a simple procedure. Nothing can happen. Yep. But my only fear was what if anesthesia never passes and I cannot oh use my Oh my God, legs. that sounds irrational. It I is irrational. It. I, I know it's it. irrational. That's a real fear. That is a real fucking... You're not going to think about, oh, is my operation going to hurt? Oh, I wonder what's going to... You're going to think about, what the fuck? What if... What What if... What if it's never going to wear off and I'm going to be stuck like this forever? What the fuck's going to happen? <laughs> and I know... <laughs> that is a genuine fear. Yeah, that is a genuine fear. <laughs> Fortunately, I know it's not fun in anything. I haven't yeah, really yeah. researched it. If I was really afraid, I would. It's would've. like that fear of heights when you're when you're looking down. You're like, what, what would happen if I just kind of lean yeah. down a little bit? Yeah, but these this time, I wonder, I this wonder time, what it would feel like it doesn't matter what you're doing, right? That's the fear. But that, yeah. it cannot happen because this is yeah. not how anesthesia works. Yeah, I'm curious. I've been once told that, or I've read, probably I've Uh-oh. read somewhere. We as human society, we don't know how anesthesia actually works. We just know that it works. Oh my God! Are you serious? I'm not sure. I've oh, read this once. I think I've. I thought heard about it. Too. Didn't cross check it for obvious reasons. I just wanted to lie to myself. It's well, not it's the case. a, it's a, it's a thing, right? It's a thing that affects you. It's like a whatever. A well, substance. basically, it's like fucking drugs, right? They affect you in multiple ways. In my case, they did it in in my spine, right? So the thing that oh. happens, and I can explain. Did it hurt? Not really. It's just like a normal shot. Really? They give you first your one. Spine. It's full of nerves and shit. They give you like a general thing first, and the nurse tells you it's what. We'll give you this. It will make you feel like a slight buzz just like after one glass of wine. Did it feel like that? I was prepared to tell you. Give me two in that case. <laughs> nah. Not really. Yeah, it never does. I mean, I can maybe see it because I was definitely not afraid. I was, wasn't was worried that I think it might have helped slightly. Right. I'm not sure. If I was more fearful and it would have changed my mind completely off of it, then I would have known. But I, I was fine. I think... We've had so many snicker bars in our life because I had the same experience. Like I get an anesthetic and it's like, oh, you're going to feel lightheaded and stuff. And it's like, no, I don't. And then it, towards the end, like my the part would go numb and I would like I wouldn't realize until I touch it. And I'm like, oh, OK, I, I can feel shit. No, I, I, I know. But I don't feel anything like my head. Oh, wait, 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 like wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Right. Two different things. So they give you first this one and then they give you the actual anesthesia. That would numb yeah. your so that one, it, uh, somebody comes in your front, they put your chest, uh, your head on their chest, and they hold your shoulders, like, kind of back. You sit kind of uh, slacked a bit. Okay. And somebody just applies it in your back. And it feels like a normal shot. <sighs> Nothing special about it. And then they lay you down on your back. And you have to wait, like... I would shit myself. Somewhere like 10 to 15, 10 minutes, I think. That's how much we stayed. And during that 10 minutes, I just kept trying to move my feet. My, mm-hmm. uh, my legs mm, to see when it would start i wanted to see how it feels like it, it doesn't just come up like that it comes in it tangles and shit right it tangles and shit and yeah. it works its way down it's just it's not instantly you cannot move your legs mm. and it was interesting because first initially i could have moved it's it in, in any way then i could have the first one they got out knocked out was the muscle that um brings your leg inside oh I, like the abductor 
Okay, yeah. That's the first one that goes away. Then is the other one that moves it away. Then I could have only bend my knee. Then I couldn't uh, lift my legs straight. Jesus. And then I could have moved move my toes. So just normally went down. Oh, Started for setting from the sides. Knees are weakening, man. Down. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. But I keep trying to do it. Apparently, they, the doctors had to laugh about it because they told my nurses and the nurses told me, like, I heard you are kicking in the surgery. I'm like, of course I was. <laughs> you made a fool of yourself. <laughs> it was all in the name of science. <laughs> Empirical evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so then I could still move my legs just a, just a bit. But the guy that's there that's supposed to be there just to make sure that you stay in position, mm -hmm. he just flips me on my belly. Yeah. And I, then it was, everything was out. I couldn't move anything. Holy shit. So they, they just flipped you like a fucking burger. Like a fucking pancake. Oh and my god. And you were like, I, I can't do anything. It's out. It's, it's done. Okay, okay. I have a question. Shoot. What did your dick feel like? <laughs> nothing. Really? Not, like, what does that feel like? like? Like Nothing. <laughs> but did you feel that it... You know what I mean? Did you feel that you couldn't feel your penis at so, all? I've like, tried... Where you were where, like, I, nowhere you move. Yeah. Nowhere you, like squeeze your balls between your legs uh, you're so like i don't you, feel anything you kind of know like you still know you know where it's supposed to be <laughs> it kind of feels a bit closer so everything's a bit more up like Look, if you okay. try to flinch your butt cheeks or move your knee or something it feels a bit more up but nothing moves the interesting part was i've tried clenching my ass and flexing my pc muscle while yeah. it was coming coming on and going off like when I still could feel something. Oh, okay. And clenching my butt hole. Yeah, my butt holes. Clenching <laughs> All 15 of them. <laughs> of your butt holes. No, uh, clenching my, my cheeks felt very, very similar to like trying to push a poop out. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this. Really? Yeah, this is way too risky. I'm not doing what? this. I'm not sure what was happening, wow. but it felt the same way. Like, no, I'm not trying this. <laughs> this is a task for another day. <laughs> So then I kind of got bored because I was hoping we would have like this screen or something. I could see the uh, surgery going live. Yeah. But I didn't. Mm. So I just had to lay down there and look at the thing that was uh, measuring my pulse and my blood pressure and anything. Well, you were on your on your belly, right? Yeah. Oh, so you can turn back to like look at anything. And the weirdest thing about it, like you get carried on with, with a bed from your uh, salon to, your, to the surgery room. Yeah. Which I was in the nursery. I was up surgery. I had surgery in the nursery. I don't know why, but I was in the nursery. What the fuck? It just happened. I just we went to the rest of the nursery. I'm like, are we in the right place? Mm. Um, what is happening? Oh, the weird is, is that my kidney? Um, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Where is ice in this bath? <laughs> oh no. So the weirdest <laughs> thing is that you're put in a different salon. They just put you there. They put a thingy on your hand. I don't know how it's called in English. Granula. Oh, the IV. The IV? Okay. So yeah, they put in, it the in, IV. Intravenous. Exactly. Intra okay. Thank you. Thank you. Intravenous. Today I found out. Well. And then they move you to the actual surgery room. They asked me if I could have walked and I, I could have. So I just walked there. And there's like five people inside. And you have one of those robes that are just completely open in the back. Like yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Those. Yeah. And you, you have some whitey tidies. Like you Oops, had some. My butt's exposed. You have stockings. I had literal stockings. It was white oh, stockings. Oh, you sent me the picture. And I was yeah, like, and I look like a fucking princess or like a fairy or something. Oh, did you feel like one? A bit. That's beautiful. Feels nice. That's beautiful. I, I, there was one moment. I'm very happy for you. And the first night that I stayed in the hospital. Yeah. I, I got, it got really hot. Wait, how, long, how many days did you say? One night. Oh, okay. Just one night. But in that night, uh, it got really hot and I just took them off. 
because it was hot. It's getting hot in here. Ooh. So take off all your clothes. <laughs> and the nurse that came in the morning saw that I took them off and she said that I had to... Naughty boy. Naughty boy. Put them back on. You tease me, naughty, naughty. The fun only begins today. <laughs> But she told me those are compression stockings that you have to hold on so that you oh. don't have like this um, uh, when dry blood clogs a vein. Blood clots. Blood clots. Thank you. In your legs. Oh, so I just put them on. And wow. I, I just took the right one. Did they? Did, were they compression? Yeah, they were. They were, they were tight. I mean, that, oh, okay. I thought that's how tight it had to feel. Right. right. It had to be tight. So I put it on and the nurse was like, well, you put it faster than I do. I'm like, um, I could barely hold my. I've seen it on a couple of times. Um, I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you even know my ad? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was when I got into the surgery, and the weirdest part—the weirdest because I keep saying this—the a bit more annoying part coming next. Is, the weirdest part coming weirdest, next. The, the weirdest, weirdest part, even more weirdest part. <laughs> the surgery itself takes. At most one hour. Okay. The anesthesia takes like takes like five. Oh. I remember that's when I was talking to you. You were yeah. post op, um, still numb, and you were reading. I your felt nothing. Book. Wow. What was the What was the coming back like? So you have to wait for it. No, but wait. What was your? Yeah. What was your psychological experience of not being able to move your legs and being sat there and being like, well. You understand that that's what's supposed to happen. Oh, okay. You kind of ask yourself, well, could I? And quite early on, so like you had surgery, they move you back up, they change you from the uh, the robe to the nightgown. Yeah, and you're thinking, what if I'm that 1% person who's going to never You're thinking recover? that, but... I think maybe like 10, 15 minutes later, you can start feeling the tingling. Oh, okay. So I already know you're going to have some sort of legs. All right. But you can't move them and you try and it just doesn't happen. And then on one or two occasions, you have to get up. What's uh, that like when you're like trying to move and it says you're like, a, fuck. <laughs> I don't even think about it, but just nothing happens. Mm. It's your brain is sending you signals and your brain is sending them so hard. You're becoming aware of like. I'm telling you, come on! Move, you kind of feel you can you can kind of tell there's no feedback, like oh, it just really? goes and it's not, it's oh, not going. Wow, like, that's interesting. Because you try like everything and going down and like what? Come on! <laughs> then you have to get up. Come on, then <laughs> you have to get what up. What are you like, doing? On your ass, and when you get up to like I don't know, change the gown or whatever, mm -hmm. you although you don't have you don't feel your legs, you can feel them going below your bed. Oh. Uh. Because you're you're expecting it like they, if I'm going coming up the legs have to go down yeah yeah and they're just there like it was like it's falling but oh, beneath wow. the bed I was having fun up to this point like I was really having fun with it but, and I kept trying moving and I saw the order in which the muscle gained back uh, control mm. and was again from the top down okay and this this is the time where the actually the doctors the one inside mm -hmm. when the, the, the one that bring your knees together they come I think they came in last. Or at the very end of it. Oh, that meant moving was hard. I could have raised them, move it to the side, but I couldn't bring them in. Yeah, you can walk. until So I could bend my knee to my chest sooner than I could have bring it inside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I came in, then slowly your feet, and you can still move your feet. But then here's the other part that comes in. They told me I, I'm not allowed to go to the bathroom alone. 
at least for the first two times. Okay. And I'm like, of course I'm going to go to the bathroom alone. Because here's you what... Did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's bad, but here's here's the thing. I've done it very methodically and calculated. Like but a why? Up. Why not go to... So the bathroom was inside the salon. Uh-huh. So I would just have to... If I would have uh, went down from my bed on my right side, I was just one or two steps and I was in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I had to go to my left side because left side, that's where the by the stand was. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to see how does it feel like to try to Wait, stand and walk. Wait, did you have walk. an IV stand? Was it just for the anesthetic? Uh, no. So, the stand was in the salon and that gave me like uh, painkillers. And there's a story oh, about that because I didn't know this. Okay. There's a story about it also. So the first time I tried to get up, I could, and I immediately fell on my ass. I had the IV stand, which you cannot use to support yourself. Mm. Trust me. And I had like this small armchair. And I would use that for support. I would get up and I would just fall back completely. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the the feet, although you can move them side to side, you cannot really use them to balance. Right. So then I tried again. And I understand what I stand. And I kind of, I could have stayed. But then I leaned to my side. I know which muscles to use. I fell again. Waited like 10 to 15 minute, minutes. Get up again. I could have stand. But when I tried to step back on my ass, hmm. 15 minutes again. And then I could have stand and actually walk. And I tried walking and it worked. It was fine. Oh, so this was like early when you were still recovering from it. It was about hour four or five. Hour five after surgery. Okay. And then the nurse came in like I think. Because I also waited. So I waited until one of the nurses came in. They changed something in my IV stand. They left. And only then I tried walking. Because I knew it would be a couple Cheeky of hours. Cheeky bastard. So then the next uh, nurse comes in and she asked me, have you been to the bathroom? I said, yes. Have you been alone? Yes. He said, you're not supposed to go alone. I said, okay. But have you? I have. Twice. Wait, but you just said you had a, you fell back on your ass. But then 15 minutes and another 15 minutes, I could have actually walked. And I walked to the, to the bathroom. It was fine. Okay. Just had to be a bit careful. Okay. Had to just uh, put my hand on the wall while I was peeing just to <laughs> make sure I would, I would stay on my back. I have all the stability. In the world. And it was fine. I, I got in. I got out. It was it was all good. And what did she say? Because she said I was not supposed to do this the first two times because there's a risk that I could get dizzy because of the anesthesia, mm-hmm. which I did the first time, but I was... Calculated enough to understand if I, I get up like this, this I'm a man. I will I'm fall just, back I on the this. bed. It's fine. Oh, yeah, it's fine. And it was fine. And this is the two things I, I wanted to tell because I didn't knew them and nobody told them in the beginning. You can fall on your ass even if you can, if you can, even if your legs can hold you. And the stockings are not just for the looks. The what? The stockings. Oh. Uh, They're not just for the looks. You have to keep Well, today we learn something, ladies today and gentlemen. Today we learn. <laughs> And third thing, yeah. the fucking IV stand has painkillers, and I didn't knew that. Okay. And I, from the get go, I had this um, mindset about it. They they told me that the, when I get out of the hospital, they will prescribe me some painkillers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's not completely necessary, I will not take them. Right, because you don't like to take them. I don't like to. Yeah, you don't. Because if I can like take the pain, it's fine. And I, shit. to some extent, I don't. I don't enjoy it, but I need to feel it because I know then that something is still bad. So I don't. You're a push brave it. fool, Anakin. Because I don't want to push it. <laughs> this is what happens also with the uh, gym injuries. You kind of want. Yeah. You kind of want it to hurt a bit, 
not a lot, but just to know you, you cannot just go full on on it again. You still need to recover. Oh, you don't want to use... Okay, yeah, I get it. You don't want to use painkillers so you can actually feel when the pain is starting to go away to plan when you're going to go back to the gym and shit. That's one thing. The other yeah. thing, they're, they're, I think if you just were to take everyday painkillers for a whole month, it's like bad for your kidneys or something. Because hmm. it's a full month of painkillers. Something has... Yeah. Some sort of a side effect, or just overload on the on the. Mm-hmm. Which one of them was? What? Overload. Which organ do you overload when you're using when you're your, taking those a lot your, of your uh, liver? Liver. Your liver. I was I was between liver and kidneys. <laughs> Let's go with liver. Okay. So yeah, just general reason, not necessarily pragmatic. I just grew up with them. If you don't need them, you don't take meds. All right. So I kind of wanted to see how that felt like. And initially, because after uh, surgery, you don't feel it for like four or five hours because you still have anesthesia. Yeah. Then, and also (laughs) they give you painkillers, which I found out later. Mm, So wait, you had to, you had to stroll to the bathroom. You're still at the bathroom, okay. With the IV stand with you? Yeah, because I'm connected to it. (laughs) That's always funny. That's always funny. So the thing is, now we know the IV stand has painkillers. Right. The thing on the IV stand. Has this been established? Exactly. They would have given me every couple of hours, and I would never feel the need for it. Right? The, the pain was always acceptable, given the circumstances. Was control. Yeah. And I didn't know I was given painkillers. I'm like that dumb. <laughs> Ooh! What are they doing with that syringe in my little bag of water that comes into my veins? I don't know. Guess we'll never find out. Guess we'll never find out until we did find out. Because the last one I got in that day was at 8 o'clock in the right. evening. Mm-hmm. And I, I was fixated on finishing the book I had with me. And I Fucking finished the nerd. book. I know. I know. I'm a simp for this book. <laughs> um, wow. I'm a fallen simp. Yeah. But I finished the book at like 1 a.m. Okay. By that time, the whole vancouver just went completely away, and I couldn't find a single damn place to stay. Yeah, it's 1 a.m. You should have slept by then. I should have slept by then. That's yeah. one thing I know. And also, there's a, a button you can push. Like, push button. Nerves come in with feel good. Oh, okay. But I didn't. You why not? Because I was trying to sleep, and I wanted to see if I could sleep, because... I kind of felt if I... I feel despair and I don't care. Eventually, I... am f- a man. I could have found a way to, to just sleep, and I, did, I didn't. Oh, boy. How long did you wait? Till like, 6 a.m.? Oh, my God. 6 or... Yeah, I think it was So six. polite. You were like, I don't want to bother I that nurse. <laughs> I probably slept, like, maybe two hours in the whole time period. Jesus Christ. Maybe. And then she came with the syringe, and they, they gave me painkillers, and I understood, and I slept the whole you day. You were like, oh, painkillers. Nice. But the cool, t- the cool thing about it is I only took one painkiller, and then I stopped. Hmm. It was the night after I got out, because I wanted... So my whole plan was if I can bear the pain, I'll just take it. But if I cannot sleep because of it, then I will take them. Okay. Because you need sleep to recover, like, kind of makes sense. Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. trade-off. So I took it in the first night, and then I saw it was everything was fine, and I never took painkillers. You're a madman. It's, it's it's fine. Like that's what I'm saying to everybody. Like when we talk, like how are you? Well, I just had surgery. It's fine. It's not that bad. Oof. Before anybody panics, because everybody panics when you say you had surgery. Oh my god, are you okay? What happened? You're like, I got a hair removed out of my bum. <laughs> <laughs> they had to dig a whole piece, a whole scoop of skin out. My bum clean now. 
I'm a bomb clean. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we did an episode about how you cleaned your bum. <laughs> Professionally. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. At a, at a doctor what, and whatnot. So yeah, now I'm just waiting for the day she can tell me, you can take a normal shower and go to the gym. And which order do you want? How long till then? Between one one and six weeks. I'm in six two now. Oh, in six two. In week two. In week two. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, it's fine because I, I was lazy and I didn't start gym yet, so. You'll wait for me. Yeah. So romantic. Yeah, of course. What's been going on outside of the operation? A lot of laying on my belly. Oh, boy. Lots of it. And reading. How do you sleep? Do you sleep on your belly? Yeah, but I usually sleep on my belly, so that's fine. Mm. I saw a video recently uh, about how you sleep on your belly and then you sort of raise one of the knees and the same side arm. Yeah. And you sleep like that. And it was a video about explaining how that's like a bad... It's like one of the worst things you can do, but it feels so comfy. But I couldn't get over the fact of like, oh my God, I didn't know other people slept like that. Like I was that guy. Almost everybody sleeps like that. I didn't know. Like a lot of people, not almost everybody. All the girls I've ever slept with just sleep on their side. Or on the back because they have boobs, you don't. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, no, nah, most on their side. Some on their back, but most on their side. I'm so envious of people Whereas who can sleep on like, their back. Dude, it feels... Oh, on your back? Yeah. I had I'm a envious. period when I could do that because I read... I can't remember. It was in high school or something. or in, I think it was university. Um, I read somewhere that like that's the healthiest and most normal way to sleep on your back. Like that's unnatural or whatever. I don't know. It might have been wrong, but I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds, yep. That sounds legit. I'm going to try it. And I tried it and it was hard, but it was hard for a few days or weeks. And then it just, I was like, I was sleeping on my back. And I remember the girl I was dating or whenever, I don't remember when this was, but whomever uh, told me like, oh, you sleep on your black, on your back, on your black, on your black. (laughs) Yes, I put my no. Um, you a black friend under you when you sleep? What's this? Yeah. I want that. Can is that you? Give me some of that. Um, no, I was like, you sleep on your back? That's weird. And I'm like, I. And then I told him the story of like, oh, I read somewhere. But I tried it, and then it was really fucking hard. But at some point, it's just like it just happened. But now I'm back to sleeping on my because it feels good, man. Because if you have a wet dream or something and you more wake up with morning wood, you just press your dick against the bed. It's like, oh, yeah. Whereas if it's up, it's like, well, I don't know, whatever. I have a tent. You have a tent. I guess. You're making a tent. <laughs> yes, drinking rum was not a great idea, but you know what? I don't care. Whatever. Stupid fucking lollipop is not done yet. I. The lollipop is still fight, fighting, ladies and gentlemen. Who would win? So you have holiday now. Three weeks of them. You motherfucker. <laughs> I know. This guy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he worked so hard mm. for so long that they forced him. You're like, just, you have to. They're going to expire because they've been gathered for like, what, a year and a half? Two years. For 2019. Two years. That's free. But yeah, that's why they're expiring, I guess, because it's closing off the free. Yeah, and now you have three weeks off. Wow. What was that like for work? Like, did you have to prepare? Yeah, I should be like, I'm going to go away for three fucking weeks. Here's what you guys have to do. Well, it's always a bad thing to say that you have to go away for like three weeks. 
as a software developer. Everybody panics. Yeah. You're like, oh no, but our deadline and everything. Especially since I'm the only one that does my thing mm. and the, the project I'm working on. So like if I go, like it stops. <laughs> right. So it's never a good time to You're say this. You're a very important man, Colleen. No, I'm not. I'm just the only one. <laughs> only. And the thing is, I had to take like five weeks I mean, not straight, but five weeks until Jan- uh, until June. Mm. That was the whole thing. It was supposed to be a whole 25 days. Oh, and I- you had like two weeks off for Egypt. Yeah, and I took two weeks off for Egypt. And the other three I'll take starting now. today. Mm. But it's never a good time to plan for this. <laughs> and I waited kind of, kind of until the almost last moment. Not actually last moment, almost. And the Egypt thing happened. So I just took two weeks there like that. Like, yeah. It's a given. And then when do I take the other tree? Tree. <laughs> so I had to talk, I think, with two people mm. on different on teams. It's not a lot. There's a third one that I had spoken to previously, and he understands we don't talk until June. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is the only way I could figure out how to work for everybody is I'll take two weeks of vacation. I'll come back for two weeks, and then I'll take the other tree. Mm-hmm. Because we can plan for two weeks, yeah. and then we can do everything up to then. And then, in case everything else fails or something fails, or we need to do something new, there's still two weeks. We can get shit done in two weeks, and then there's another two weeks of break. Like it's kind of fine, right? Works in both ways. But I had to keep to keep telling people. So before I went to <laughs> Egypt, I told them I think at least four or five times, and they always forget because I have to. I'm telling them again people in the last to day. Do that. And I also warn everybody: I'll come back for only two weeks, and I'll be off three again. So don't go looking for me because I'm a busy guy. So I come back in. Then I start reaching out to people like I'm back. Where are we at? I have two weeks. Let's get this shit on the road. Let's do this. One of them, the the guys I was working with, didn't answer for a fucking week because he was in vacation also. Oh, boy. So basically. But you're still here. So I'm guessing it worked out fine. Yeah, but we didn't. We ended up doing nothing for them. So Mm -hmm. they waited. Waited two weeks for Egypt. Hoping that we have finished everything these two weeks so they can start testing. Right. And now they and wait without up. you, they obviously didn't because that's what software developers are like. No, no, no. So we get to a point. Yeah. They start testing. No, we get to a point. They tested like small, mm-hmm. a couple of them, and then we fix everything, give it to everybody to test like tens of people or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's fine. And while the people are testing it, I'm in my two weeks holiday of vacation. Right. Everything's fine. Problem is, a good planner, my man. I try to be, but then humans happen. Oh. I went off to, to Egypt, and then we had to work in the two weeks I was back. I come back on Monday. I send an email. On Wednesday, I send a friendly reminder. You know, like casual reminder. Thank you very much. Best regards. Oh boy. Friday or Monday morning, next Monday morning, they answer. I was off on, vac- on holiday myself. Let's talk on Tuesday. Oh, boy. By this time, we have three days. I've talked to them. They understood the situation. <sighs> I've, talk I've, Wednesday. Said, I've said I've told them a couple of times. They understood. They were just envious that I'm going off again. So now they've waited two weeks, another two weeks, and three weeks again until they actually finish it. So we can get a chance to finish it. Software developers. So I've set them back seven weeks, and we were already You set. didn't set. It's not your fault. No, just let, let me... Fuck them. Let, let, me, fucking, let me. I'm entitled whoever to Whoever the fuck this. you are, you're stupid. I hate you. I don't hate it you. It wasn't there. But you're stupid. 
wasn't the guy's Dumb. fault. Some somebody stupid on the line. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not these guys. I hope it wasn't them who decided. But we were already stupid. like three weeks back, so they basically ten weeks back. Yeah, so it should have been on fucking fire, beyond charcoal. Be like, oh, wait, finish quick, whatever. Nah, nope. They don't care. It's fine. God, fuck software developers. Gotta man. love software developers. No. Makes it easy for the rest of us. It does. You know what? So it was so easy because this these two weeks nobody actually barely answered to me. So I had like minimal job to do. Mm-hmm. Minimal. I'm talking minimal out of it. I went to surgery on the first uh, Friday that I was here out of yeah. the two, and I didn't didn't even take a day off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one a.m. I was talking with a colleague. Like, I'll I'll talk to you on Monday. I have to go to my surgery. Why are you talking to colleagues at one a.m.? 1 p.m. Sorry. Oh. Okay. 1 p.m. Middle of the day. Okay. That's, I just that's I just catch you talking. I'm going to the surgery. We'll talk later. We'll so, all right, dude. I know we're talking about monads and shit for a while, but look, I gotta go do my surgery. And you're like, what? What's? And like, oh, gotta go. Bye. 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 Don't worry. <laughs> See you on Monday. <laughs> I'll be fine. You're like, what? No, I'm not gonna be able to sleep all weekend now. I need to know. <laughs> I was fine. Barely told anybody. Yeah. Almost nobody knows. Well, now everyone's gonna know all our. One viewer. Oh, not one viewer. It's not just one viewer. <laughs> oh my god, is this is this a good time for this? Uh, for someone this. congratulated us on having an awesome like podcast, and was, they didn't listen to a lot of it or whatever. They're not up to date. But they're like, oh, I saw you got like a lot of likes and people reacting to your story and shit. And it's like, oh, it's so cool. And I'm like, dude, we got like we posted a new episode. We got like whatever seventeen likes, <laughs> and the whole day today we had one view <laughs> on the whole thirty free fucking episodes. One view on the day a new episode comes out, and I'm like, I, "Sure, man, thanks." It's <laughs> not guess. much, but it's honest work. Yes, there we go. It's also about Egypt, and everybody's been to Egypt mm. almost. Well, Everybody and their mothers. I haven't, and my mother hasn't. <laughs> and she died never Your having mom cannot been... listen to the podcast <laughs> i well she died never having been to egypt even though she always dreamed of it well, she went to israel so i guess that's good enough for her she was very religious uh, that's more important after this for the religion. but now you yeah. can leave your dream and come with me to egypt i don't want to go to fucking egypt i want to go to iceland i want to go to greenland Do i want to go to china and i want to go to i want to go to spain spain and uh, uh the other one portugal I have a chance. I feel inspired from your stories. You feel inspired. And Mika, are you know our guest? I'm grateful. Yeah, she lives where in Barcelona or whatever. Yeah, she posts a lot of stuff from there, and it's all nice and quirky and cute. And I want to do sailing, which has been clearly a new passion of mine. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want to go to Spain and Portugal, and I'm sure people do that there. And it seems like a nice country, very digital nomad friendly. So why the fuck not? So I can make it that I can be in Spain. It's a weird combo of my cousin's cousin lives there, mm-hmm. and I could go with my cousin. I'm not sure if to we can your bring... cousin's cousin, my cousin's cousin. I'm not sure if I can bring you to my cousin's cousin. If mm. I can, I will. But wow. if not, I will be there when you're there. And Portugal, whenever that is, almost whenever that is. <clears throat> All right, I'll leave me like ten percent of cases. Just oh yeah, of course. In case anything else, I'm prepared. Yeah, probably yeah. Mm. Also, if I want to take you to London, man. If we go to Portugal, 
we're going and we're bringing Cholo with us. Oh yeah, man, because he lived there. He lived there. He knows what it's what shit is about, mm. son. <clears throat> Represent. He lives in a small town, but yeah, he'll be there. Small towns are the best, man. Fuck cities. Well, fuck cities unless you live like dead center somewhere, walking distance, anything. We'll show you. We'll show you Spozend. It's funny because the, the typing of it is Spozende. It's called Spozend. Yeah, Portuguese is fucking weird, man. I don't like language. I prefer Spanish. Spanish feels more Latin. Well, Portuguese, Portuguese just feels like a bunch of shit. I've, I've talked this with my surf instructor, and he agreed that Portuguese is just uh, Spanish with Russian. Really? That's why it sounds so stupid. No offense to anyone out there. It re- I'm not... Look, no offense. There are a lot of... Let's just say Portuguese-speaking women in adult entertainment. And it just... It sounds fucking horrible. Spanish is like, oh, yeah, muy caliente, whatever. It's awesome. But Portuguese is just... Shit. And Ladies. Like, what the fuck? Please moan in English for Mike. Well, let's not comment about that because they may or may not have asked me. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, we're not talking about that. <laughs> so, yeah. And you say we need to go to London again. Yeah, man. They... What was the thing I sent you? <laughs> Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. They're... Fucking, yeah, just Comic-Con. By the way, I'm going to Eastern European Comic-Con. Which is in Bucharest? It's in Bucharest. Well, it's probably in Bucharest. It's they just, probably in Bucharest. They just announced, because it's been because of the pandemic, they had a lot of trouble with organizing it. And it didn't happen last year. I've never been to Easter. I've been to MCM, uh, LSCC. So that's uh, MCM, London, the Comic-Con in London. And uh, LSCC's London Super Comic-Con, which is, I guess, less video games and less anime and more comics. But whatever. Um... And I've been to those, but I've never been to the Romanian one, which is ironically called Eastern European. So I'm guessing it must be huge. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I'm so most certain you can find out. Uh, whatever. I mean, yeah. Um, and they have like free, uh, free plans of how it could unfold based on legislation and shit of COVID and stuff. The Bucharest one? Yeah, yeah. The, the Eastern European one. And basically, the the first option is they run it in August for a couple of days, but with like slots, like four hour slots or whatever hour slots, four to five hour slots. Um, and you you can like pick which slot, only one slot per day. And it's like four days, two different sort of half events. Okay. So that's one. The other one's in November or some shit, and the other one's next year or something like that. But I'm going to that, and I'm really excited because I've never been to the Romanian one, and I really, I've been running away so much from who I am, <laughs> and coming back to video games and anime and stuff has just been so good in this troubling times that I'm living. It's been just so good to be like, oh, I just, you know what? I don't give a shit. I I want to feel like a kid again. I want to watch anime, and I want to fucking. Go to Comic Con and like I used to hate. I loved going to Comic Con, but at some point it became like this like oh they're just they're love hate relation. No, yeah, it was just like oh they're just boots to sell their merchandise and it's all like inauthentic. They all went to shit when it got commercial. Just, I something along those lines, but now it's like you know what I don't I want to be there. I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna buy anything anyway. I, didn't, I never did. Well, I, I did some things that I felt were worthy buying like 
custom art and stuff like that from artists but not like comic books or whatever it's like whatever but i just want to be surrounded by the people i want to be surrounded by the cosplayers and that's what i miss and just the general vibe of it. and everyone's happy and everyone's there and oh, that's what people describe disneyland like apparently uh in like i've heard gingrams talk about this a lot of the, their friends and stuff uh are are waiting for restrictions to lift in the U.S. so they can just go to Disneyland. Is Disneyland really that good? Well, that's if what you're they, not a child. Well, that's the thing. That's what they say. It's just like they sell you that dream of like, come here. It's different. It's not the real world. It's it's good. It's better. It's like a you know. Have you ever saw the ways they do this? Like it's really insidious and interesting. I know that like, they force the the people wearing the costumes and like impersonating Mickey Mouse and whatever Disney shit that they bought. They sort of force them. Well, not forced. Probably too aggressive. They, they sign a contract that they never ever, while they're on premise, in the costume, they never break character for no no reason, no exception. I see. And shit like this. So I know. You, you just feel. People say that you live. You, you feel like you're in a magical, fucking beautiful land. It's very expensive, but it feels like you're somewhere else, not on Earth. So I have. I heard one of the things they have no power cords, like no power lines. Oh uh, yeah, sky, I heard so about you can that, see yeah. them. And if they have like only staff doors, whatever, hmm. there's a specific shade of green they paint it. Really? And it's somehow proven that everybody kind kind of avoids it just because it's painted in that shade of green. Why do they avoid it? It's like it's just like a normal human reaction. Like red uh, brings your attention to it. Like this is oh, the and exact a green opposite. Door is like, oh, yeah, like, oh, and that's the staff doors. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so they don't have a staff only sign or something. It's just painted in that specific green color. I just know that Walt Disney wanted to build like Disneyland to be exactly this, like as they said, and I'm guessing they're right. A lot of people are waiting for the restrictions to lift to go back to Disneyland because it promises that thing of like it's perfect world with like fairies and star wars and but i, get, I, I don't get this and that's what that that was walt disney's vision yeah oh, i understand the vision but i don't get how a grown-up adult can call it that because you know there's somebody inside a costume and you're not really that excited to see mickey mouse to begin with and you, you, there also they said there's so many cues and there i've heard somebody complain mm, yeah. uh, about one of the disneyland's like they had they could take pre-rides per day because of the cues yeah, like I guess. That, that, that's what I'm asking. Like, I understand if you're a child, it's like such a dream world, but yeah. there has to be some level of human interaction that's completely annoying because everybody wants to do the same yeah. thing there. That kind of breaks it. Like, I get what you mean. I don't know. I've never been. I'm probably never gonna go. Not a huge fan of Disney. Me neither. But if, I, if somebody wants to take us, I would like to be convinced otherwise. Yeah, let's do it. My Mormon friend Kian Brophy from America. Shout out. Who was his birthday recently? When we go and visit, you should take us there. I don't even know if he fucking listens to this. He's a Mormon. He probably doesn't listen to shit. <laughs> I, I met him he's in Timishara. Like basically, he's Amish. I, I met him in Timishara. Right. He was on mission with two other dudes. Kian and then two other guys. I, don't I remember you've talked with them. Yeah. They were so fucking nice. They were really cool. They were like, come over and play board games with us. I'm like, dude, I know you're doing it to recruit me for a religious fucking sect, but. That sounds like a fun fucking night. No, you know, whatever. That sounds cool. And I wanted to go, but then COVID happened. And I was like, well. But I really wanted to fucking go. It's like, these guys are, they're living in a shared flat with other Mormons. And they're all American. And they're all on mission. And it's like, I don't give a shit about the religious part. But like. The, I want to have a mission. I, well, yeah. 
to to play board games with a bunch of American kids like our age, more or less, probably younger, like university aged American kids. It's like, dude, that's not like a great time. It sounds like the nerdy heaven of, of, of university. It's like no drinking and getting drunk and shit. It's just like, no, man, it's like high school, but with in university. It's like playing Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded really cool. I really regret not, not having gone. I, I would have probably went. Like, I know I'm certain down to my core that it could never convince us to converge or anything. Oh, no. No, I was going to... I was planning to go and play board games and then, like, not be, like, a mean atheist, but, like, actually try to have a discourse with them and be like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, your religion That would have been interesting. This thing about black people and shit and That'd whatever. Or, like, you're, you know... Because you were completely outnumbered. Yeah, but, like, I would have been, like... I would have. I love. I would have found a way to be like. So, uh, about this that? thing of yeah, yours. Tell me about I it. think it's I rubbish. Think well, I wouldn't say that. I would just be like. So, I don't, I don't. Uh, tell me about this thing. But like making it very clear that I just want to be informed. I don't want them to sort of convert me. They're gonna. I, I feel like they're gonna try unless they're they know what they're doing. Did I ever tell you about the Muslim kid who tried to convert me to Islam? I don't think so. Did you? you Let's pretend what? you didn't. You know what? Let's talk about it on the next episode. Let's talk about it on the next episode. Of we'll Scientist probably forget. Oh, we have a special guest next episode. We have a special guest. We have a special it's guest. so special. Well, I, I have hope. no idea. I hope you have no idea. We you might have a special. I'm gonna guest. tell you after this, and you're gonna be you're gonna wet your pants. I'm gonna be flat. Gonna be wet your on which side? Pants. Wait, wait, wait. On which side? I need to know. I what what side <laughs> is it? Usually in the front. Mine's on the left a little bit. Ah, which side? Uh, which side is leaning on? Leaning on. I read somewhere that naturally it's the right. I always put it on the left. That's what I was gonna say. I read there was a statistic that like, whatever, the more than average of men have their penises on the left, like leaning or or put it in their pants or whatever. They keep it on the left. Like I don't know, fifty six percent or sixty or whatever. I honestly don't know at this point. Wait, let me think. Because <laughs> I. I... I tried at some point to teach myself to have it on both sides, and I don't really think oh, about it anymore. It's painful. It's not. It's a bit painful for me to keep it on the right. Maybe it's in the beginning, but it's not. I've compared the. Oh, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to our episode. <laughs> that's how we're finishing it? Yeah, that's. Fuck that. I don't want to talk about my dick to people. <laughs> they don't give a shit about my dick. Maybe they do. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Outro.